Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. The hand of the Lord was with John. You know, John the Baptist was a pretty big deal. And on this occasion in which we get to hear about his birth, we get to recall and receive the promises of God as he had planned to work through this man as a powerful herald of our Savior, Jesus, and his salvation. At the beginning of Luke's gospel, Zechariah, John's father, was doing his priestly duties in the temple when he was visited by the angel Gabriel, who announced that he, Zechariah, and his wife Elizabeth were to bear a son and call his name John. And the angel told Zechariah amazing prophecies about John, how he was going to be filled with the Holy Spirit within the womb, how he would be great before the Lord, how he would go to the people in the spirit of Elijah and prepare them for the coming of the Lord. And when Zechariah doubted the angel's words on account of Elizabeth's age, he was struck mute and he was unable to speak until John was born and then circumcised on the eighth day. So the relatives and friends of Elizabeth and Zechariah insisted that this newborn baby be named after his daddy, Zechariah. But Elizabeth refused. His name was to be John, like the angel had said. And they go over to Zechariah and they kind of make signals to him and they ask him, well, what do you think? And he hastily grabs a scroll, a, a tablet, and he writes, his name is John. Just as the angel said, he didn't want to be struck mute twice as if that were even possible. But that's exactly when it all came out, right? Suddenly the one who could not speak, the one who was rendered mute by his unbelief, all of a sudden he was able to speak and as he did, awe came upon all who saw this, such that they questioned what kind of child this John was to be. And then our passage from Luke says this about John. It says, for the hand of the Lord was with him. The hand of the Lord. When we hear about God's hand in the scriptures, we must not think about a physical hand but about a promise. God's hand means salvation, his presence. It means rescue. It means God's gracious favor. God uses his hand to work salvation for his people. The hand of the Lord was with John. And then Zechariah would go on to sing a song called the Benedictus, which we will hear in just a moment, from our traditional matin service. I want you to hear it. But in that song in Scripture, uh, any kind of song taken from the Scriptures, we call it a canticle. So I'm going to call it a canticle. So in this canticle, he highlights the ways in which the hand of the Lord was with John. You know what's funny? He essentially says in that song, that canticle, exactly what the angel told him some nine months ago or so. Only now this time, whenever he says these words, when he sings them, he believes them. I suppose he had a long nine months to think it over, right? Without the ability to speak. But he first blesses God and he recounts the ways that God had been faithful. The way that God had delivered his people from their enemies up to that point. And then 
Then he turns to John in the song and he says, You, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways. John was going to be the guy who rolled out the red carpet for Jesus in his ministry. The hand of the Lord was with John. This was said of him, these words were said of him the day that he was circumcised. To be circumcised was to have a share in the promises of Israel, God's redeemed people of old. And it was understood that it was the hand of the Lord that did the circumcising, albeit through human hands. He was going to be the one, John was going to be the one, who began the rite of baptism, which would be fulfilled and completed in Jesus' ministry. Indeed, John was going to be the one who baptized Jesus himself, participating in this unique event in salvation history, the, the event in which Jesus, the Savior himself, stepped into his office as the anointed one, the sin-bearer who would begin his work of atoning for the sins of the world. And Jesus has accomplished that work, being nailed to the cross for your sins and for mine so that we would know the tender mercy of our God so that we who were lost in darkness and in the shadow of death would know the way of peace. And Jesus has been raised and he has ascended to where? To God's right hand that he may rule over all things and work salvation for you. You see, the hand of the Lord was not only with John, but the hand of the Lord is with you too. In Colossians chapter 2, St. Paul talks about a new kind of circumcision, one that is made without human hands, that being baptism. Through baptism, Christ has taken your sins upon himself. He has, he has snatched them up in the waters of his baptism and he has carried them all the way to the cross where they were fully paid for. And just as John received a name from heaven that the angels spoke, your heavenly father has spoken from heaven, calling you his beloved son or daughter. He has worked salvation for you with his righteous right hand by sending his own son into your flesh to be condemned in your place, in your flesh, so that through faith in him, you will never be without his hand upon you, guarding you and keeping you safe from the threats of the devil and from death itself. The hand of the Lord was with John. The hand of the Lord is with you now and always because the words that were put into the mouth of John that testified to the Savior of the nations, that word has come to you, bringing you the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of your sins. Not only is the hand of the Lord with you as Jesus is at God's right hand, bringing you life and salvation and continually interceding for you, but you are also in his hand. You are in his hand. The gifts that he gives to you through his son, our savior, are secure. And they're certain 
because he has them in his hand along with you. Sounds unbelievable, right? Sounds like something an angel would say, to which we might respond, how can this be? Like Zechariah did, whenever the angel Gabriel came to him and told him that they were going to bear a son. But this salvation is true. These promises are true. And you know it. You know that it's as true as the baptismal water that once touched your skin. And because of that, because it's true, and because it's so sure and certain, we can, with Zechariah, have our tongues loosened, our lips opened, that we may bless the God of our salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen.